Good afternoon and welcome to another Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show is created with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. Together, we can all make a difference, and it begins with love, love from the hip. Halloween began as the festival of Samhain, which translates to summer's end. Samhain was part of the ancient Celtic religion dating back to 2,000 years ago and celebrated in what is now Ireland, the UK, and northern France. At the end of the summer, the Celts believed the veil between the world of spirits and the world of the living became very thin. They gathered that this was an opportune time for strange creatures and ghosts to wander the earth, to communicate with the dead, and when spirits of the dead would cross over into the other world. As summer turned to winter, this was also the time when the Celts prepared for nature to sleep. This was the end of the harvest year. Many Celts at this time relied on prophecies made by Druids and Celtic priests to help give them comfort and direction for the long, harsh winter. Samhain involved a big festival and bonfires to honor Celtic deities, offering up animal sacrifices, with Celts dressed in animal skins to scare away phantom guests while preparing banquet tables full of food to placate unwelcome visitors. Samhain later became adopted by Christianity and renamed All Hallows' Eve or All Hallows' Mass and set one day before the day Pope Gregory III named All Saints' Day. Many believe that the combination of Samhain and All Hallows' Mass became what is now known as Halloween. During the 19th century, Irish immigrants, especially those that fled the potato famine, raised the popularity of Halloween in America. In the early 20th century, Scottish and Irish communities revived the old world traditions of guising or mumming, in which people disguised themselves and went door to door performing antics in exchange for food or drink. There was also souling, when, people, when poor people knocked on doors asking for food in exchange for prayers for the dead. In the U.S., by the 1920s, pranks had become the Halloween activity of choice for the rowdy young people. The Great Depression actually exasperated this problem, and an increase in vandalism, assaults, and thefts highlighted Halloween mischief. The pranks were so extreme, in fact, that many believe this is why by the 1930s, there was a widespread adoption of an organized community-based trick-or-treating tradition as a safe alternative to doing pranks. Aside from trick-or-treatings, other traditions were also adopted. During Halloween, apples became a prophetic tool. In bobbing for apples, for example, the first person to bob for an apple successfully without using their hands was said to be the first to marry. And at the stroke of midnight on Halloween, legend has it, women would peel an apple into one continuous strip and throw it over their shoulder. Whatever shape the skin landed in was said to be the first letter of her future husband's name. Carving pumpkins stems from the Irish folklore of a drunken farmer named Jack, who sold his soul to the devil and created an O-lantern from a turnip and a lump of burning coal to guide his lost soul. The turnips turned into pumpkins when the Irish discovered the abundance of this orange gourd sprouting all over the U.S., and they were lit and set upon porches to help guide lost loved ones back. Still today, Halloween is seen as the most opportune day to communicate with spirits, especially transitioned loved ones. It is said to be the one day where the elusive division between the mundane world and the psychic world is lifted. 
Today, more than 63% of the world population and all the major religions believe that after the spirit has left the body, it moves on to another existence. Mediums are individuals who are born with or have developed the ability to communicate with a person's consciousness after their physical body has died. Throughout history, mediumship has been documented and utilized by many cultures. However, it did not gain widespread popularity until the spiritualist movement in the mid-19th century. Because spiritualism or mediumship provided a window into the afterlife, and the death toll reached 20 million for World War I and another 50 million from the Spanish flu, it was no wonder why by 1920 it became so popular. For over a hundred years, mediumship has helped to ease our suffering and emotional heartache around death, dying, and what comes next. Once again in our history, we are witnessing a large number of deaths. And with Halloween fast approaching and another pandemic, the veil is subsequently very thin. Today on Love from the Hip, it is my pleasure to have intuitive prospector Mark Lanehart and evidential medium Kate Kofelt. We will discuss their own experiences with spirit, tips on communicating, and what is beyond the veil. Plus, this dynamic duo is graciously offering you a free mini mediumship reading. So stick around for this spooktacular show. Are you trying to boost your fertility and get pregnant? Not sure what to eat during your current pregnancy? Are you currently breastfeeding during postpartum? Sacred Medicine Mamas can help you to map out and optimize your pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, and postpartum journey. Allow Dr. Janelle Clayton, chiropractor, and holistic nutritionist Marjorie Glenn to help you thrive during this special time in your life. We offer high-quality nutritional supplements, meal planning, as well as mindfulness practices for your overall well-being. Shop our online store and holistic dispensary to find the best organic and natural products for you and baby. Set up a virtual consultation today. Results are priceless. Book a free consultation now by going to sacredmedicinemamas.com. That's sacredmedicinemamas.com. Or call 541-639-4575. That's 541-639-4575. The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil, an exciting new show every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this engaging and informational jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil, assisting others on their journeys of healing and self-discovery. Drawing from their own experiences, Sakura and Rory have come to realize how challenging it can be to understand it all. So they will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but in an effort to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering you, the listener, a resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go beyond the veil. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. 
acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Estera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at esteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast, Love from the Hip. That's HYP, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the absolute joy of having both intuitive prospector Mark Lanehart and evidential medium Kate Kofeld on my show. And if you are interested in having a mini mediumship reading, feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So, hey, you two, thanks for joining me today. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Thanks, thanks for having us on. Yeah. And so, Mark, you're local, right? You're in Seattle. I, I'm in local, West Seattle. Yes, ma'am. And Kate, where are you joining Hi there. <laughs> Sorry about that. No worries. <laughs> I'm calling from Southern California. It's very smoky today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be safe there. <laughs> yep. So how long have you both been a medium professionally? And I'll, I'll go ahead and start with you, Kate. Thank you. Um, I actually started professionally about six years ago, um, part-time, and evolved into it full-time about four years ago. I was still looking for corporate work, (laughs) (laughs) but I think Spirit had a different idea, so here I am. (laughs) (laughs) You're in denial. Yes, I was. I spent, yeah, I'm a big corporate guy. Not that I liked corporate uh, work at all. Um, yeah. But I was always grateful because it was a paycheck and it provided good benefits. And, you know, I was with an organization for seven years before I lost my job through a reorg. And mm. I was like, oh, my gosh, I guess <laughs> things are changing. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you like it or not. And what That's about right. you, Mark? Well, I'd say my uh, spiritual journey started when I was 27 because uh, I wasn't born with this gift. And I know some mediums are born with this. And uh, for me, I came into this later in life through trauma and tragedy. And ever since the age of 27, I've been exploring and discovering, hence the name, the intuitive prospector, to understand what spiritualism is, what mediumship is, what psychic sciences are. And I really started to move into the professional modality of doing this work uh, about Oh, I guess it's been about eight years ago now, uh, as far as actually, when I say professional, I say, you know, uh, the learning never stops with what we do. But as a professional, that means, you know, people are coming to me for readings, they're paying me for my time. Uh, But I'd say eight years ago is when I really started to move into the professionalism of doing psychic mediumship and spiritual work. Uh, But I don't do this full time. I don't know if I could do it full time. I actually balance this with an actual part time federal day job as well. Mm such a combination. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Life is short, right? (laughs) That's true. So I was wondering if you can both tell us about your first experience with spirit. And I don't know who wants to go first. Uh, Ladies first. Well, thank you. Um, Well, so my very first experience, I wasn't sure what it was. Um, I was a young girl, I think it was about four or five. And I was asleep and woke up and saw a coffin at the end of my bed and my grandmother sitting in it. And she was reaching out her hand to me. And of course, this scared the living daylights out of me. And I 
closed my eyes and when I opened them, it, she was gone. But then the telephone rang to let us know that she had passed on. Mm. So, yeah, so that was my first experience. But, you know, I grew up in a very um, fundamentalist Christian home. And um, so we weren't really allowed to talk about those things. And, um, you know, throughout my life, I would have all these experiences and people would even joke, you know, are you psychic or like, I can't talk about that. Oh, wow. So you suppressed <laughs> so, it. I did. I mm-hmm. did. And um, about the time I lost my job is when I really kind of woke up. I, I was actually in um, uh, therapy. I had a... Uh, a conflict with the family member. So I, I went into therapy and I started a new spiritual path from that and um, discovered I was a medium through that <laughs> avenue. And I was like, what? The, I mean, the therapist was like, you know, Kate, I think you're gifted. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, because I wasn't allowed to talk about it. You know, right. I did watch Long Island Medium and I always was fascinated, you know, and, that, and I'm like, oh, I'm sinning. I can't do that. You know, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> But it resonated yeah. with you. It absolutely <laughs> yeah. did. So and what age did you come out of the closet then as a medium? Six years ago. Okay. Yeah, I was, a, I, I, I grew up Christian. I raised my daughter, fundamentalist Christian. And as a fundamentalist Christian, you're really taught because it is written in the Bible that, you know, uh, you're not to consult mediums or astrologers or hmm. psychics because you'll go to hell, you know, and <laughs> I really had to work through that programming. I yeah. mean, I've had decades of that programming and, you know, spirit has been so gracious um, teaching me how to unwind that pattern. Yeah. And, um, and, and really the very first reading I gave, I had no idea what I was doing. I had a classmate of mine reach out to me um, on Facebook and uh, privately. And, and, you know, they asked if, you know, they were going to die. They knew I was kind of intuitive, which I did not know how they knew that. But they they asked the question and I didn't know what I was doing then. So I prayed to Jesus, you know, I'm like, okay, let me get back to you. And I (laughs) prayed to Jesus and I'm like, okay, Jesus, if this is a sin, just shut this down. I don't want to hurt my friend, you know, Uh but but all of a sudden I had this little boy with me and I just started writing information down and I didn't know how to shut down or it you know clear nothing anything <laughs> you know so obviously I didn't sleep that night he he was with me all night and I called my friend in the morning and you know I just started I go I don't know if this is right but you know I, I hope not and I was so fervent in my prayer because I really didn't want to hurt her you know mm-hmm. and everything I wrote down resonated in I mean, everything and including the part where, you know, she was holding his hand and walks out and that's when he took his last breath. And it was just amazing. Everything was hundred percent spot on. And I was like, this can't, this can't be sending me to hell. How can this, this is so healing. It it was, you know, my classmate wrote me this beautiful letter, you know, it, expressing her gratitude over this reading she you know and I had it just I knew then that I had to 
be a voice for spirit yeah, in any way that it. I could. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I've had to do a lot of healing and a lot of deprogramming since then, you know, because sure. I've really had a different perspective, you know, right. and, um, you know, Jesus is always with me and every means part of my spiritual team. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 um, yeah, I just, I, I love my work and I love connecting with spirit because I just see the healing that, that can happen with this. Well, that's wonderful. Know? Thanks for sharing that. And what about you, you, Mark? Yeah, I'd say my journey with the spirit world began when I was five years of age. And uh, as five-year-old boys do, we like to climb trees. And sometimes those trees don't support the weight. And I actually fell about 25 feet onto my head and was mm-hmm. in a coma for three days. And during those three days, I walked with what I called at the time the shadow people. So very tall people, nothing to be scared of but they didn't have a male or female presence. They were just like one unity and they held my hand and they showed me around and I could see things. And that was really my first experience with the unknown, uh, if you will. And then it would be several years later where I had my, uh, my second near death experience at the age of 27, which started that spiritual journey and really uh, was in a river accident uh, on the river. And I got pinned uh, underwater and I, was telling myself because you know growing up i was always nicknamed fish because i i really resonated with water i love to be in the water and i thought to myself how ironic this is how i'm going to actually die is i'm going to drown in the river and it was during that point that i started to uh lift out of my body uh and could see i could look back at myself and see myself pinned underwater and there was just a piece sakura that i had never experienced before in my life and i wanted more of it i didn't want to i actually was ready to go and then all of a sudden i shot back down into my body and i popped up for no reason well the reason now i look back is the spirit world had much work for me to do and a lot of what kate said i resonate with because i too was raised in a in a home of catholicism and you were actually taught not to talk about uh you know this type of interaction the programming if you will and and for your listeners out there when you go down a spiritual path you really do have to unlearn a lot of what you have learned or that programming that Mm. Kate was talking about, because, you know, there was a quote that really stuck in my mind as Kate was talking from uh, Esmeralda San San Diego. And it says, how can you know what you're capable of if you don't embrace the unknown? And so I started to embrace this unknown, what is not seen, only felt or what is known in your gut and started to look at the modalities of psychic uh, intuition, awareness, spiritualism, and of course, mediumship, knowing that your loved ones, you know, I was taught in the Bible that when you die, you go off to this far place, this faraway place called heaven or the other side. And part of my unlearning, what I have learned is knowing that the spirit world is very much a part of our world, just a different frequency, just a different vibration. And they're only ever thought away. But five years old was my first experience with actually touching the the, the shadow people or the spirit people and uh, having that experience to yeah. do what I do today. Wow. Mm-hmm. And two NDEs, not just one. Not just one. <laughs> you had to two. go for two. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so do you guys feel, I mean, after you stepped into yourself and into being a medium, I mean, you were then being authentically you. Did you feel the change in your in your body as well as in your life? Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's just my perspective is so different. And I just view things just it's just like a 180, you know, and there's a lot more love and compassion, you know, in how I view things. Um, Instead of being so black and white, things are more gray. And, 
I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's just different. You just wake up, you know, you Mm -hmm. just realize that there's more, there's more to life than just us. We're all connected. You know, we're all connected and everything I do impacts everyone else, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, just, it's, it's beyond me. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, and I agree with that. I like to say that the shakening causes the awakening, whatever yes. that is, you know, for everybody, it's different, right? It I love that. Be yep. born shaken with to it. awaken. Yep. Shaken to awaken. But yeah. it, it really is a form of healing. When people think of mediumship, uh, you know, they think about readings and get the evidence. But there is really a backstory of healing, not only for the medium, but the person that may come to see you as the sitter. And even for the spirit world, there's a lot of healing that takes place. And you really do change. You really do transform. You become, you know, it is literally the caterpillar to the butterfly uh, analogy, if you will, to, you know, really blossom and to do work, to be in service to spirit, to be an ambassador for spirit and to help others through empathy and love. And I've done thousands of readings, Sakura, Mm -hmm. and I've found the only consistent thing with every reading I've done. And every reading is different. Every reading is not the same. But the one consistency is the power of love and the spirit world that connects through the heart to our physical world is the power of love. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so so how, how are you both connecting with the world of spirit? Are you seeing images? Are you hearing another voice? Is it in your voice? Is it like a thought? Are you smelling things? So, Mark, I'll go ahead and start with you first. Yeah, it's, it's different for everybody on the development. I think, you know, mediumship, especially modern day mediumship is a vocation of mind, body and spirit that you need to focus in on who you are to become that authentic self. And a lot of people will connect clairvoyantly, which is clear seeing or clairsentiently, which is that sense of feeling. And those are usually the first clairs that people will start to move in. But as you progress down your development of mediumship, the spirit world, just like, you know, when you started kindergarten, you're not going to be the same person that you were in kindergarten as when you're a senior in high school or when you're a senior in college. And so your clairs and your abilities start to uh, morph, if you will, start to transform to go deeper with your, you know, there's a whole range of, of connection points, whether uh, it's clairvoyantly or clairsentiently, or you can see it, you can taste it, you can touch it, uh, you may smell it, you may hear it. Uh, I work a lot um, clairvoyantly in my mind, which means that they'll put a picture in my mind, a thought, and then I'll talk about this thought, like, would you understand why I'm seeing a rainbow and why this rainbow will be associated with butterflies, as an example, <laughs> that's the clairvoyance, but then I may actually feel a warmth, like a spiritual hug, or my hair will stand up, that is the clairsentient, which the largest organ on the body is the skin. Mm-hmm. And when you use your your body as an antenna, everybody connects differently, and your mediumship development changes over time. Okay. And for you, Kate? <clears throat> I absolutely agree with Mark. Um, your mediumship does change over time. And I think the more that you grow as a medium, and the more you trust spirit, the more um, ways that they'll communicate with you. They'll, you know, one of the reasons why people should be sitting in um, development circles or working with a mentor privately or developing there and learning about spirit is to learn your spirit library. I call it spirit library. You know, it's the language that they use, you know, and like for me, I'll receive a lot of symbols. So I see things clairvoyantly. Um, I'm a huge, huge impact. So I might pick up things physically from spirit. So my liver might start to hurt or mm. I might start coughing. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, at least they don't. Well, anyway, um, I, um, I will also hear 
Um, so that's clear audience. So I might hear a name um, and that may be for somebody in the physical or, or, you know, in, in spirit world, but um, I get the information in pieces. It's kind of for me, like putting a jigsaw puzzle together and every reading is different. I mean, I constantly getting new symbols and, mm. you know, there's, and this is why like validations are so important. Um, and the validation so as in the yes, no, or I don't know. Right. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm sure that's a question down the road, but, but this is why it's so important. So I can at least understand what spirits trying to communicate with me because I have to raise my vibration up, you know, and they lower theirs and it's to some degree, I always feel like spirits multidimensional. So, but we still have to connect just much like a you know, tuning into a radio. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes you might hear a word or, you know, you might get that staticky connection. But um, yeah, I definitely, I feel spirit. Um, you know, um, I know things. Sometimes I'll just rattle off things. I just know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, I just allow spirit to work with me any way that um, spirit wishes to. And I've, I've learned to trust what they're giving me, even when I get a ton of no's, mm-hmm. because those no's turn out to be something. But that's right. that's where a medium, where if they've learned how to develop enough and trust spirit enough, that they'll trust spirit's leaning and their messaging, and they'll share everything they get, regardless if it makes sense or not. Hmm. That's important to share, I think. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Well, with yeah, that, sorry. No worries. We're going <laughs> to take off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, we're going to take another break, but stick around for the weekly skinny. And if you would like a free mini reading, call 1 888 298 KKNW or 425 373 5527. On this weekly skinny, and in honor of Halloween and all things spooky, I would like to talk about what happens to the skin and our bodies when we die. After a week of death, the skin will begin to blister, so much so that the slightest touch will cause it to fall off. A month after, the hair and nails will fall out and the organs will liquefy. The body will turn from green to purple to black. The greenish-black appearance is a result of a body undergoing active decomposition. This putrefaction, which is associated with a marked shift from aerobic bacterial species or those that require oxygen to anaerobic ones which do not. These bacteria feed on body tissues fermenting sugars in them to produce gaseous byproducts such as ammonia and methane which accumulate and cause the bloating in the abdomen and other body parts. These bacterial populations or organisms present in a body decomposition have actually helped many crime scene investigators link the body of a murder victim to a particular geographical location or narrow down their search for clues even more. In fact, researchers are continuing to catalog bacterial species in hopes that the data can be used in future trials. Every body's bacterial populations differ too, which makes each one have a unique microbiological signature. The embalming fluid used at funeral homes contains a mixture of formaldehyde, methanol, and other solvents which not only help to temporarily preserve the body's tissues by linking cellular proteins, 
but also it kills the bacteria and prevents them from breaking down the proteins and using them as a food source. This fluid actually comes in an array of skin tones to match the body and is used to replace all of the blood in the body. And according to morticians, it takes about an hour to fully remove all the blood and replace it with embalming fluid. We may not mummify our dead, as the savvy Egyptians did, to inhibit the decomposition of the bodies from microbes, and that's okay. According to the laws of thermodynamics, energy cannot be created or destroyed, only converted from one form to another. In simple terms, things fall apart, converting their mass to energy while doing so. And so, decomposition is a final morbid yet necessary reminder that all matter in the universe must follow these fundamental laws. Our physical bodies break down, equilibrating our bodily matter with its surroundings and recycling it so that other living things can put it to use. But it is our consciousness and soul that lives on. Did you know that there's power in the number three? Not only is it the number that our brains remember best, it's also the triad, as it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end. So it represents wholeness. What better way to absorb information than from the power of three? Coaches Sakura Sutter, Rory Reich, and Brenda Reese on the Conscious Coaching Hour. This brand new live show airs the fourth Wednesday of every month from 2 to 3 p.m. These three intuitive and transformational coaches will reveal their own life experiences, share candid conversations, and offer up advice using their individual spiritual gifts, intuition, and intellect to help you overcome the challenges you may be facing in life. No matter where you are, the Conscious Coaching Hour will meet you there and shed light on the things that matter most to help awaken your intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life tune in starting november 25th walking your talk take us with you the kknw app makes streaming our programming easy on your phone or tablet welcome back to love from the hip i'm spiritual hypnotherapist master esthetician and your host sakura sutter today i have the pleasure of having both intuitive prospector mark lanehart and evidential medium kate kofelt on my show and if you would like a free mini reading, feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So, Mark, I want to ask you, why do you believe the veil is so thin right now? Yeah, a couple things. I always teach and remind folks out there that the external world does have a direct impact on your internal world. And what I mean by that, if you look at the, uh, the astrology of what we're going through this month alone in the month of October, we actually have two full moons. And as we're building up to the, the blue moon, which is on Saturday, which is on Halloween, <laughs> and I was cracking up at the music playing, so that was, <laughs> that was making me smile. Uh, it's important to, to remember that the full moon does have a direct impact us as humans because, you know, it's enough to move the oceans of the planet. That's why we have, you know, currents and tides. And we as humans are 65% water. So from a science base, we know that the moons, and science tells us this as well, from emergency data to emergency calls to babies being born to car accidents to fist fights. When there's a full moon, we know that the energy ramps up. And we're also in a time of the season where the veil is actually becoming very thin because we're beginning to start into our new year, the first days of November. Now, I know we celebrate January as the new year, but going back historically, metaphysically, it was actually around the time of Halloween, uh, the blue moon, and going into November. But just a few other things to pay attention to is we just had Mars come close to us. It's the closest it's been, and it won't be this close again for another 15 years. And I believe by that time, we'll actually have people on Mars. Uh, is one of my psychic predictions. But we also mm -hmm. have an eclipse in November. Mm -hmm. We have an eclipse in December. 
We're in Mercury retrograde right now. So for those that don't follow Mercury retrograde, go out to the Farmer's Almanac since the 1700s where they've been tracking uh, the, the, when Mercury goes retrograde. And that won't, ha uh, we'll be in Mercury retrograde until after November 6th, I believe. And then of course we have another full moon on December 29th. All of that combined is what we call wild card energy. So we're gonna see a lot of interesting things over the next few months. And what it does is it also creates this thinning of the veil where we can actually connect. So for anybody that meditates or anybody that focuses in on wanting to connect on their mediumship, this is a really good time to harness that energy, but sit and be silent because the more we sit in silence and stillness, the more we can actually hear. And that's when the veil starts to thin for that connection piece. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Add, thank other, you for that. One other, wow. One other thing <laughs> I was going to add is, you know, some people, you know, talk about the, the current times of being apocalypse. Right. And what that actually means, not from a doom and gloom standpoint, the word apocalypse actually means the raising of the veil. Mm -hmm. So it's the lifting of the veil that's taking place with everything that's going on. Not anything to be scared of, but it's just another example of how the veil is thinning or the veil is lifting. Wow. Okay. Thanks for that. Well, let's go ahead and go to the phone lines here. <laughs> We've got Marie from Seattle. Marie, are you there? I'm here. Thank you. Hi, Maria. You're welcome. So I'm just going to see what comes in for them. Hi, Marie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. A local, a local Seattleite. So um, welcome to the show. Nice to meet you. I'm just going to uh, just tune in and, and uh, Kate as well. Uh, Katie, yeah. if you have anything, feel free to jump in. Yeah, I just want to say hi, Marie. I was waiting for Mark to introduce himself. <laughs> hi. So hi, sweetheart. Um, I also want to kind of tune in. Um, I do feel, um, do, do you have anything yet, Mark? I do. I actually have a song that's playing in my head, the, uh, the classic Ava Maria, which is a very nice healing song. And I've, I'm actually feeling like I've got a mother here that's wanting to approach and have a conversation with us today. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like there is also someone on mom's side stepping through. And it's funny that you said Ava Maria, because right before um, we went on, I kept hearing that uh, that name of the song, not the song <laughs> itself, but the name mm -hmm. of the song. But um, I do feel like this motherly energy, I'm not sure if this is, well, she does feel more mom than grandmother, but um, I feel like this, th this motherly energy just um, has a loving side to her, but I do see some black shoes around her. So I do feel like she can be, um, she has a little stubborn side to her. I think she has this, um, and when I say stubborn, it's when I make up my mind, I'm gonna, I, I've made up my mind, I'm not gonna budge. But I feel like there's a lot of love coming from that place. It's not because I'm necessarily controlling, but there's, love coming from that place because i really want everything to work out does this make sense so far um it does it's probably my grandmother yep yep and but she's got very motherly energy does that make sense with yes, her uh -huh. yes mm -hmm. and yeah. and i do see flowers near her um with her and red flowers in particular so those are very symbolic to me so uh, but i do want to ask you because sometimes i get symbols that come in that actually um can be literal for you but do flowers mean anything to you um I'll with think, her i'll think about that i'll have to ask my mom yeah no 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 okay that's yeah. that, then it's symbolic so she connected to birth or death in the springtime and 
when I see the color red, there's always finances tied to this. And I, there, there's a worry about finances or something about finances, making sure everybody's taken care of and has all their needs met. Does this make sense? Yes. Thank you. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I was going to say, Marie, does that song, Ava Maria, have significance for you? You know, it's, I know it's my one of my mom's favorite songs, so I'm sure her mother felt the same way. Okay. Yep. So what I like to remind people is some of the best evidence comes after a connection or a reading with uh, myself or Kate. And I want you to pay attention to that song because that's how they can make themselves known uh, through signs, symbols, synergy, and synchronistic events. And you did say that this grandma for you was also like a mother, right? That's why I'm feeling this mother impression. Okay, so it's important to acknowledge that as well, because I do feel a lot of motherly love for her. And I'm also supposed to acknowledge that there is a connection to, uh, I know we're moving into November, but I feel like November 11th, which is Veterans Day, I'm supposed to acknowledge the uh, the presence of a gentleman here in the spirit world as well uh, that would have been in service or would have worn a uniform, whether it's a military uniform, a police uniform, a firefighter uniform. But I'm supposed to acknowledge a gentleman that's by her side as well. Would you understand this, please? Uh, that's probably my father. Okay, and you, but you'd understand the service and uniform, yeah. please? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I also have to acknowledge, um, I felt like before you called in, there because they can see of our real time, they can see of our present world, I feel like when you called in, this is exactly what you were hoping to get, is a connection <laughs> to your grandma. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, because she's, tell, she's telling me that. And I'm yep. also supposed to remind you, I know this is left field, but I love to go left field with my evidence. <laughs> I'm supposed to remind you of fresh baked bread. I'm not sure what this is meaning mm -hmm. for you and or her, but it's a connection to fresh baked bread evidentially. Uh, so I want you to pay attention to that and that okay. song, Ava Maria. Does All a right. fresh baked bread make sense to you? Yeah, it does. Okay, yeah, well, good. I'm glad because awesome. it never makes sense to us. We only, we only <laughs> just, to get, just to be the mediums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks, calling Maria. in, Marie. Okay, bye -bye. Thank you, Marie. All right. Thank you, Marie. Well, let's go. Let's go back, and we'll take Nikki from Florida. Nikki, are you there? Yes, Nikki? I'm here. Hi, Nikki. So Hi. let's. <laughs> you guys take the floor. Yeah. Um, you're not nervous, are you, Nikki? I feel a lot of nervous energy. I was just running because my kids are screaming. <laughs> okay. yes. I, when you came in, I'm like, okay, I need to catch my breath. I'm like, what's going on here? Uh, so, uh, Nikki, you're out in Florida, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to tune in real quick to uh, to you. And like I said, that's why I was feeling like this nervous energy. But if you're running, that makes sense as well. And Kate, uh, feel free to jump in here as well. Just see mm -hmm. uh, who I have or who wants to make themselves known to us because we are strangers uh, in the beginning. And then we become like family afterwards. Um, so let me just kind of tune into that. And, uh, Hi, Kate, Nikki. if you have anything. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Hey, do you have a grandfather on dad's side in spirit, sweetie? Because I do have somebody stepping through on dad's side, and he wears yes, a short sleeve sure shirt. Yep, and he wears yes. a short sleeve shirt. Um, and he and and actually, he's got a formal side to him because he wears the the white t shirt under the shirt. And um, but he laughs. He does smoke once in a while. I see a pipe with him, so I feel like once in a while he might sneak off and have that celebratory private time where he can just hide I, I see something um like a like a, a work barn like a work area for him like away from the house like in the garage or a like outside in a barn area or something where he can go and retreat does this make sense with him yes it does wonderful he's asking you to make sure that you find your own retreat as well 
Make sure that you take time out for yourself. Do you understand that? Because you need to replenish your energy. Do you understand this? Yes. Wonderful. Sorry, Mark. Thank you. No, yeah. Did no. you have anything? No, yeah. no, no apologies. I, I love doing this. Um, it was just <laughs> uh, what I was feeling too. So this was, uh, Nikki, this was your grandfather, correct? Yeah. Okay. I also want to acknowledge with your grandfather, because in the spirit world, they never come alone. It's just really with who makes themselves aware to us. I want to acknowledge that there's also a younger gentleman standing next to him that's connected to you. Uh, I'm not familiar with the relationship yet because I'm asking him how he's connected, but he's talking about the song Aerosmith Love in an Elevator. And I feel like there's a lot of uh, 80s classic music here. So he makes me feel like he would be in my age of the mid to upper 40s. And I feel like he's standing next to your grandfather. So this is, uh, th would you understand somebody that would have tr uh, passed tragically in their upper 40s, please? Um, possibly, but I don't know that if they would be connected. But yes, I can understand that. Okay. Um, connected. They're always connected, even though, uh, mm -hmm. but I just have to acknowledge Love in an Elevator by the song Aerosmith. So I just, um, <laughs> I, 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 want, I don't know what the elevator <laughs> means, but... Um, I know that he's with your grandfather and it, there's just a lot of love coming from this gentleman as well. So um, I just want to acknowledge his presence and what that means to you. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I love Aerosmith, but I'm not sure about that song. Okay. No worries. Just pay attention to the song Aerosmith and, I guess, are we cutting the yeah. commercial? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have to, <laughs> no worries. Well, thanks for calling in, Nikki. Thanks, Thank Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take another break, but everyone stick around for more Love from the Hip. Hi, we are Sacred Medicine Mamas, and we are on a mission to help people heal and feel better through a variety of holistic wellness practices. We offer holistic wellness services for busy people who are ready to achieve optimal health. We are a health and wellness clinic and a community of empowered people finding true healing and health. We are not only practitioners passionate about people's health. We too are busy professional people. We have been where you are and we have experienced similar health issues. This is why we love working with people just like you to help you find true healing of your own. We offer services including chiropractic, massage therapy, weight loss and nutrition, pregnancy and postpartum nutrition, yoga and fitness. Virtual sessions are available. Book an appointment with us today by going to sacredmedicinemamas.com. That's sacredmedicinemamas.com. Or call 541-639-4575. That's 541-639-5475. Did you know that there's power in the number three? Not only is it the number that our brains remember best, it's also the triad, as it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end, so it represents wholeness. What better way to absorb information than from the power of three? Coaches Sakura Sutter, Rory Reich, and Brenda Reese on the Conscious Coaching Hour. This brand new live show airs the fourth Wednesday of every month from 2 to 3 p.m. These three intuitive and transformational coaches will reveal their own life experiences, share candid conversations, and offer up advice using their individual spiritual gifts, intuition, and intellect to help you overcome the challenges you may be facing in life. No matter where you are, the Conscious Coaching Hour will meet you there and shed light on the things that matter most to help awaken your intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life.
Tune in starting November 25th. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, Sakura Skin and mind.com s-a-k-u-r-a skinandmind.com a health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime it leaves us frightened confused and asking why did this happen to me transformational coach rory reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him the universe had offered him a challenge he chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget the show airs right here on KKNW every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. If you are just joining us, today I have the great pleasure of having both intuitive prospector Mark Lanehart and evidential medium Kate Kofeld on my show. So let's go right to the phone lines. Let's go to Jackie from Issaquah. Jackie, are you there? Hi, Jackie. Hi. Hi, Jackie. Welcome. Thank you. So good to be here. All right, Jackie. So you're you're in Issaquah, really. We like to say locally Issaquah. So welcome to the show. I love the name Jackie. My sister's named Jackie. So I'm just going to tune into your energy here real quick and just see uh, what we have, who we have, or what we're going to get. So, Kate, if you have anything, feel free to jump yep. in. Hi, Jackie. Yeah, um, I do feel like a male coming through, um, but hold on a second. Jackie, do you know um, a male with like a George, J or G that would like George, John, that a J, G? Because I, I have a male coming in with, I, I feel like a J, G. Um, like oh, I hate it when that. It, it could be yes. It could do something with the J or G. I usually get the name, but I know that we're like trying to cram in as much uh, mm-hmm. as much information, a little time as possible. But does this make sense for you? Do you have some, a male J G? Yes. Yeah, and um, and and they, are they in spirit or in physical? Feels almost physical. No, he's in spirit. He is in spirit. Do you feel him a lot in the physical? Because it almost feels like he comes over a lot. I, I, or tries to connect with you. You're trying to connect with him. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. It, it, uh, yeah. It's yeah. like a. It's like because I feel like it's like you almost feel something and you're not sure what it is. Do you understand that? Because he. It's almost like you look behind you or next to your side, and, and it's 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 like a peace feeling. But it, 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 he's a very kind soul, generous individual, very. Um, I, I do feel like he's very giving of, of, of his time when he had it, um, but works hard. Does this make sense with this gentleman? Uh, yes. Yes. And um, lots of patience with him. And um, um, he says you, he loves you, honey. There's a lot of love there for you. Do you understand this? 
Oh, wow. Well, that's nice. Yes, thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Good, 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 good. Um, and he talks about coming in the dreams for you. So when you're sleeping, whenever you can, when you, whenever you do get a good night's sleep, because he says you toss and turn a lot. Um, when you do get a good night's sleep, he's actually trying to give you a message through the dream. So keep a little notebook by your bedside so he can come in, okay? And, and just um, meditate more, sweetheart. I hear you need to meditate more if you're open to that, just to try and, and get back centered and grounded because you're kind of not yourself lately, he says. And, 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 and he just wants you to remember that you're loved and supported no matter what you do or where you go. Do you understand? Oh, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, thanks. Thank you so much, Jackie, for calling in. And we're oh, gonna Jackie. we're gonna now go to Kirsten from Charlotte, North Carolina. Kirsten. Kirsten? Hi. Hi there. So hi, I'm, Kirsten. Go ahead, hi, Mark. How are you doing? Oh no, just saying hi. I was uh, I'm trying to take my connection off of uh, uh, what we just had with Jackie so I can connect to Kirsten. Oh, uh, so hi. Kirsten, um uh, you're in North Carolina. Um the first thing that I'm actually drawn to, I'm supposed to talk about walks and talks. And I feel like I've got a gentleman in the spirit world that's uh, really close to you. He does feel to be of a fatherly essence. He does feel like fatherly love, and whether this is a father, a father-in-law, or a grandfather. But I'm supposed to remind you that they're only ever a thought away. So when you're out walking and talking in the beautiful North Carolina, especially during the fall season when the leaves are changing, I want you to pay attention. Now, this is, this is really cool uh, because some of the best evidence comes after the connection with us. But he's talking about when you feel the wind on your face and you see the birds. Now, I'm not sure what bird is actually in North Carolina. For me in Seattle, it would be like a blue jay or a bluish color. This is how he's going to connect to you. So would you understand a father in the spirit world, please? Okay. Um, I can't think of any right now, but that's something I'll have to think about. Okay. So that would just be a no because you have to have either a father or a father-in-law or a grandfather that would be like a father to you that's who is making their well uh, grandfather yeah but it's been a long long time there's no time on the other side my friend uh (laughs) time is the illusion so for for you it might be a long time but for him it is a reunion of happening right now that he's very excited to have with you and i Uh just i feel a lot of love and a lot of traditions with this this uh man in the spirit world i know that this man would have been of uh, traditions and very respectful and loving. That's what I'm supposed to to say to you. But it's mostly about feeling his essence through the wind when you're walking. Do you do walks and talks, please? Yes. Like I see you walking and talking out loud to people that aren't there. <laughs> oh, um, yes, I do. I do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And what's interesting is I also feel like you're going to see what we call the body double. And that's somebody that would look like him after you're done with this connection or this call today. We call them body doubles, which means it looks like somebody that would be of your grandfather, even though it's not your grandfather, but it'll make you do a double take and say, oh, that's what Mark was talking about. Um, okay. And that's what he's that's what he's talking about. Now, what is the what is the blue bird or the bird that would be blue in color that's in North Carolina? Specifically, uh, um, I don't know. We have a cardinal. I can't think of blue. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not cardinal. It'll be it'll be of the bluish color. Uh, it's huh. not cardinal. But when you see it, uh, pay attention to that. And okay. I'm also just, I'm supposed to remind you to keep walking and talking because <laughs> they hear you. They can hear what you're saying. And again, time is of no essence because there is no time in the spirit world. We're the only species that measures our life by time here in the physical okay. world. So he says, keep talking, keep walking, keep talking to me, and I will find a way to connect with you through what I call signs, symbols, synergy, and synchronistic mm-hmm. events. But a lot of love and tradition 
uh, around this man. Would you understand that, please? Yes, and my son just said there's blue jays in North Carolina. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so pay attention to the blue jays in North Carolina. Wonderful. Okay, I will. All right. Well, thanks, Kirsten, for calling in. Thank you very much. So quickly, Thank I wanted you. to touch on with both of you, what is Beyond the Veil? What's next? Uh, well, I always answer that question with this. I go back to John Lennon. And John Lennon said, death is like getting out of one car and getting into another. And I feel that when we get into this other car, a whole new soul adventure begins. Life has learned it from experience. And I don't really believe in death, Sakura. I believe that it's a form of transformation uh, for new experiences, new energy, new frequencies, if you will. Think about it. You were in the womb for nine months breathing liquid, but we don't <laughs> remember that. We popped out and now we're breathing air. The same thing applies to the spiritual world that the, the, the soul you're a, you're a soul first, having a physical human experience. And then when that car is, when that car rides over, you get out of that car and you get into the other car and a new journey begins, whatever that looks like. And Kay, what do you think? I absolutely agree. I think we're all here to learn lessons, you know, we're, mm -hmm. you know, we come to earth school to learn our lessons and hopefully we choose to evolve and go through those lessons. And um, when we do, you know, cross the veil and we start a new journey and some of us come back to go deeper you know we're learn different lessons at different times you know so it's just a new adventure a new journey right and you know i absolutely again believe that we're all multi-dimensional so you know i i also believe that when we're when we have crossed over we're here to help our loved ones that are still here to to understand that we're mm -hmm. still connected to help us learn how to communicate with them in a new way. Right? And Sakura, could I, could I just add one more thing yeah, as absolutely. far as uh, just for the sake of time is um, I always remind, you know, my clients and my students and your listening audience for the power of the spirit world, ask, believe, receive, perceive, you'll perceive. If you ask, you'll receive that information. And again, the spirit world and those that reside there are just a thought away and they're present anytime you want them. All you have to do is ask, believe, receive, perceive, and they'll find a way through sign, symbol, synergy, and synchronistic events to make that happen. Amazing. Yep. Love that. Thank you. Well, how can my listeners book a session or learn more about either of you? Kate? Um, they can find me at uh, mediumkate.com, and that's Kate with the C. Uh, my social media handle is at mediumkate, again, with a C. So very easy. And uh, I have my contact information on my website. I have um, my classes, events um, listed, and my services. So Great. best way to get a, a hold of me is through there. Great. And you, Mark? And for me, the best way is just to type in the intuitive prospector, or you can go to my site at marklanehart.com. And from marklanehart.com, you can get all sorts of links, my radio show, my, you can find me through Alexa for positive living tips. You can find me through articles, upcoming events, just go to marklanehart.com or internet search the intuitive prospector. And I look forward to doing a little spiritual prospecting with you for your awesome. own spiritual healing, <laughs> transformations and gold. Wonderful. Well, thank you both for being here today. We're going to close thank up. You, Sakura. Sakura. Thank and you so thank much. You. You're welcome. So fun. Thank and, you. And thank you to Eric, my outstanding producer and you, the listener. Tune in next Wednesday for an interview with career coach Aaron Thomas on the next Love from the Hip. And don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya.